You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Ah, got him. That should keep the first order off our backs. Nice work, Paul. Tim, are we set to make the jump? Yep. The end of the prime in accordance with the rendezvous are set. All right. Strap in and let's get this intel delivered to the resistance. Punch it! You're listening to Star Wars. The saga continues. Your hosts, Kyle Avery, Tim Jirasi, and Paul Herman, are scouring the holonet for news and bringing you all of the latest updates on the future of the Star Wars universe. And the future is bright indeed. So we invite you to join us on this exciting journey as the saga continues. Hey there, Star Wars fans, and welcome back to another episode of Star Wars The Saga Continues, your podcast for all the latest news and updates for all the cool and exciting projects happening in the Star Wars universe. As always, I'm your host, Kyle. I've got my co-host, Tim and Paul, with me, and we're doing another special commentary episode, this time uh, requested by Paul, of course. We're doing uh, the Ewoks Caravan of Courage. We did it, Paul. Tonight's the night we're finally getting Kyle to experience this magical movie that is Ewoks, The Caravan of Courage. Yes. I'm excited. (laughs) And for the record, this actually is a big deal for me because I love these movies. And we're going to talk about that a lot, which what we're doing here is a little bit different. So I don't even want to I I don't even want to delay it anymore. Kyle, why don't you explain what we're doing here? Yeah. So so here's how this is going to go. I figured it would be fun since we're. We're watching a movie. We do it like our, our normal commentary episodes, but I've never seen this before. So we're going to finish our intro here. We're going to all sync it up at the same time. We're going to play the movie. And then I'm just going to mute myself and mute our our call here. And Tim and Paul are going to take it away and do the commentary and talk you guys through the movie. Um, and I'm just going to sit and watch it for the first time with the sound on and everything and not worry about trying to talk through it. I might jump on at a couple points and comment on things that you know i might have a reaction to or something seeing for the first time um and then of course i'll get back on at the end and we'll all talk about it and and have maybe a bit more of a lengthy discussion at the end than we usually do for our commentary episodes and you guys can get my first take reaction on seeing it for the first time um it's it's interesting i'm i'm going into this open-minded uh not with super high expectations i mean i know paul's super excited about this and and you guys have been wanting to get me to watch this for a long time but i haven't heard many good things about it from oh you know a lot of other people so um i'm i'm gonna be very honest in my criticism if i end up loving it like you guys do i will love it unashamedly and uh vice versa if i you know end up thinking it's bantha poodoo so um i'll let you know 100 percent either way but i'm looking forward to to seeing how it all goes down yeah i can't wait to watch it with you paul and hopefully hear a little bit from kyle as we're watching it but then i just cannot wait for kyle's reaction because it's obviously coming from a totally different place than when we first saw it as little kids and kyle experiencing it now for the first time so it's going to be a lot of fun both watching it and just hearing his reaction when it's all said and done yeah well and for the record Again, if you haven't seen these movies, don't go in expecting this 
brilliant film. I'm not trying to act like these movies are like Citizen Kane or something, but I will say there's a they have a lot of heart to them. And Kyle, and that's what I all that's all I ask for you to kind of keep an open mind is that the budgets are low because they're made for TV movies. They're not meant to be these high budgeted Star Wars films. And if you if you think about it in that perspective, you know, and just have fun with it. I think they're they have a lot of heart, in my opinion. In fact, and there's again, they have a lot of the mythological things that I think that's missing in, in sometimes in, in Disney Star Wars, straight up. And and this is not someone who hates Disney Star Wars. I like a lot of it, most of it. But I feel again, this of course, this was you know led by George. These story or these stories were pretty much you know came up from by George and other people wrote the scripts and whatnot. But they are definitely rooted in, you know, mythology and things like that and, and kind of traditional storytelling. And it really works in, in these elements. And again, for the early mid 80s, when these came out, they are I think they still hold up comparatively to that. Now, are there going to be some cheesy moments? Absolutely. But and are some of the special effects not going to look great? Yes, that is true. And you will see you may even see wires on puppets. But <laughs> you know what? That I think. In the end, I think the movie does a pretty good job considering what it's trying to do. And again, in my opinion, it feels like Star Wars to me. And so I'm very curious how you feel about that in the end, Kyle. But again, don't go expecting this brilliant like film. Just go in to have a very fun movie that's it's very basic because it's aimed at little children. Oh, Literally. yeah, of course. I've No, trust me. My, my expectations are well in check. I'm not expecting, you know, Revenge of the Sith Part 2 or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how it goes. So without further ado, let's go ahead and start. Also, um, one other thing to mention too, just, you know, I, I realized with most of our commentary movies, we're talking about the main star Wars films that all of us and all of you listeners have already probably seen dozens of times. And, you know, we just talk about stuff and you guys know what's going on, but with these Ewok films, I'm sure there are probably a lot of people like me that have never seen them before that weren't around back in the eighties when these first came on TV and stuff. And they're obviously a lot harder to come by now and they're not on Disney plus or whatever. So I asked Tim and Paul to be a little more descriptive in the commentary than we usually are and kind of like narrate the movie for you guys as they're going along. So that uh, for those of you that haven't seen these, you can kind of follow along with uh, the story. And, you know, if they're just describing a, a scene and talking about, Oh, I love this and that, and you know, you're not like, I have no idea what's going on right now. So hopefully it'll be kind of easy to follow. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think without further ado, we're ready to go ahead and start. We've got it queued up at the beginning, you know, paused and, and ready to start like we always do. So I'm going to go three, two, one, punch it, and then I'm going to mute myself and uh, just enjoy the movie. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll uh, have a good time. So um, all right, you guys ready to go? Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Three, two, one, punch it. Oh, <laughs> bad, bad form, bad form. Just kidding. I see just a little taste of you. If you'd hear that music coming through. Mm. Classic Lucasfilm logo. Yeah, I was going to say, we, were, yep. we just saw that recently in a brilliant thing. This yep, bodes two well, commentaries in a row. Yep. It yeah. bodes well for this one. Yes, it does. Now, here's a little tale. I'm going to tell you my story. Oh, is it Burl Ives? Is he the guy who narrates this thing? I think it is, right? At least so, yes. yeah. And a great so, opening shot of the night of Vendor with the moon shining. Yeah, down. I know. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's man, it's really dark on my DVD. Whew. Uh, truth be told, 
I I didn't see this movie for all the way through. I saw the battle for Endor first, like a zillion times. And this it's like we're doing the original trilogy, seeing the second one first. <laughs> I know. Is that weird? It's really weird how that worked out. But yeah, I this was something that was this was almost like my my uh, um, my uh, what's what's the what's the Indiana Jones always after his Ark of the Covenant. This is as a kid, this is my Ark of the Covenant trying to get this on record this from the TV. I finally didn't get it all the way until um, the Disney Channel of all places, ironically. Uh, were the ones to uh, post it on their uh, in the early 90s or post it or put it on the early 90s. And I recorded it from there and finally got them and watched the crap out of it, even as like, in you know, a little bit older. But yeah, I love how this opening is pretty cool, I think. I mean, like it's kind of I love the dark and the, and the yep. light. You know, it's it's a it's a cool atmosphere they're creating. Yeah, it starts off on a more ominous tone than you would normally expect. Maybe going into for more movie aimed at children, as we talked about. And they're lost right now. There's a crash ship right there. The parents are trying to find their kids. Yeah. And it's dark. It's moody. And I don't know if it's it's coming up in a little bit, but there's this great moment that always stuck with me. Just that makes you adds more life to Endor than we ever seen before. And that's not the case throughout both of these movies. Is how it adds to the planet or the moon of Endor, I should say, with the different creatures and monsters that you see on there just add such a whole cool new light to the planet. This shot right here as we see this giant creature just come from the darkness as the parents run away. And just there's just something very cool and creepy about that scene for the first time as a little kid that really stuck with me. Yeah. And it's just a great way for the movie to begin, I think. Yeah, no, totally. And I, I think that there's it it definitely the fact that there's a giant like Gorax thing, as we'll find out later on that's what its name is it, it it hunts the ewoks it just it adds to the again to the mythology of of endor or the mood of endor and everything that's on you know lurking in the in the background on this planet that we see in return of the jedi so for me there's there's so much rich potential in this and obviously in the um disney what was it the um uh, forces of destiny the Leia episode. Mm, I uh, love that one. Yeah, isn't I think Luke's in that one too, right? Yeah, he Gorax. Faced, yeah, face off against the Gorax, and it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and and again, they made the Gorax canon. I mean, these movies. Let's, let's face it; these movies should have 4K releases. They should have. They should be canonized. Um, but yeah, no, and, and I'm 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 not really joking either. I'm actually being serious. Um, so now, I think go. we've had this talk before, Paul, when we were just talking about these movies. But I've always remembered back when there was kind of no official canon, but it was said how these take place, these both of these movies take place before Return of the Jedi. Yep. Am I correct in remembering that? Yes, you are okay. correct. Because I think it makes sense that way too. Mm -hmm. as and we'll people, yeah, and people will say or argue that, well, why does Sindel know, why does Wicked know English and or basic, but not know it Leia? And then the, the they retconned it to say that Sindel knows a different language than Basic, and that there's it's just being interpreted differently on screen. It's just for the audience to hear in English. Exactly, <laughs> which I which I, I can get behind. And see, that was the always part that thought that confused me when thinking it takes place before Return of the Jedi because it wouldn't make sense where he didn't speak English with Leia, but then he learns it here. But there's other elements that I think make more sense where how yeah. this takes place before Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so I will. I will. Give, I, one small criticism is I think that that the Ewok mom looks really janky. Mm. Everyone else looks pretty good. 
she looks kind of janky. Now I think this is a this is filmed on Skywalker Ranch, if I'm not mistaken. It, you can kind of tell when the background out there <laughs> how it has that. Yeah, look at where Skywalker Ranch is at. I'm almost positive they filmed a lot, a good chunk of this on Skywalker Ranch. That looks like Skywalker Ranch area, mm-hmm. which would make sense, right? Totally. It, you know, one of the things for me, Skywalker Ranch. Oh my god, that's I'm getting ahead of myself. Right, right, Tim. Oh yeah. All right, so so right now you got Wicket and his dad being having a good father son moment. It's really cute, actually. This is great. This is great. You're seeing the Ewoks in their natural habitat. Like, yeah. well, it's it's kind of like we're watching a documentary. That's uh, that's an interesting way to put it. I never thought about it that way. But certain moments, kind of like this, yeah, because obviously you don't understand what they're saying. Someone could just be out there filming the native Ewoks and they don't notice them. <laughs> I think it's interesting too, with uh, the, uh, the 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 narration of Burl Ives. It, I, that's one of the things I, I like about this um, is the fact that the goat they have goats on Endor. Goats <laughs> are canon. Um, <laughs> no, uh, uh, I forgot about that. that's how it happened. I haven't yeah. seen this in a while. I should say that. What was the last time you've seen this? Oh man, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Um, I'd say it's been like probably three, four years. I watch these every couple of years mm-hmm. for sure. And not because I want to laugh at it because I freaking love them. And, um, but yeah, th- I think the narration is is different and it kind of gives this movie a little bit of a different charm. And again, adding the mythology to like more of an older kind of story idea. I think that it kind of adds to that. It makes it feel even older as far as like the tale they're telling. Is that making, does mm-hmm. that make any sense? No, totally. Yeah. It's like someone is telling the story to future generations way down the line. Yeah. It kind of would have been cool if the narrator was 3PO, but <laughs> I don't oh, know if they could have get Anthony oh, Daniels God. for that. Anthony be like, no, this is too, this is beneath me. Oh. Uh, but he did all the animated series stuff back in the, <laughs> the 80s, too. Yeah, so. those are, that's great, too. Don't even talk crap about that, Tim. Don't even get me that, get me started. Speaking of, of droids, okay, now, so if you're following along here, um, oh my gosh, I forgot Ewoks or Ewoks. Wicked's dad's name. What's his name? Chirpa. Chirpa, yeah. No, that's Chief Chirpa. No, what's oh, his that's dad's right. name? That's right. Uh, is it Deej? Oh, it's Deej. Uh, Deej right now is rescuing uh, Wicked's brothers. They're trapped on a rock thing and they're fighting as they're over the rope. But who goes first? Pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> so Deej is flying around on a little uh, like glider and it's a. Uh, uh, yeah, I think the glider shots are pretty pretty solid. No, yeah, yeah. they look really good. Yeah, like again, it's a TV movie, guys. It's not this is not put in a theater trying to make like you know like five hundred million dollars in the eighties. And they didn't skimp on the Ewok costumes for the most no. part. They look just like great. you would see them in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, exactly. Again, some some humor as the Ewoks fall on each other and the rope breaks, and because they're so fat. <laughs> and they ran and, on top other you notice that wicked's two brothers they fight a lot <laughs> throughout the course of the movie they do <laughs> do you remember watching it for the first time paul like do you have that memory or was it kind of like oh. the original star wars movies were for how it is for me but i don't remember that exact first time of watching it, it was just kind of like the original trilogy dude it was always there for me where I, it was yeah. just part of the rotation of when i would watch the different yeah. movies it was I remember watching bits and pieces of it barely. 
Uh, oh God, that's such, that's like the Redwoods, man. That God, if you ever been in the Redwoods in California, just go. It's amazing. It's magical, straight up magical. They're coming across the down starship right now. That the, the two no, yeah. parents were looking at the beginning. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. So I'd seen like bits and pieces of this movie, but never all the way through. I, literally until I think Disney Channel in the early '90s. So not didn't watch it a ton, or you know. So I, but I remember the first time watching it all the way through, like in the early '90s from Disney Channel. It, it was a lot. Of, I loved it. Like I remember just th thinking it was great. Like, this is such a great movie. Like, I love... Because it's Star Wars. It very much felt... It, this looks like Star Wars to me. It, I, I, in fact, I, I would say the Star Cruiser looks really, really Star Wars. Yeah, totally. Yeah, just everything about the environments in, in the movie, even from the sets, just into the on-location shooting. Okay, had... well, Tim, right here, there's, there's a line coming up that my friends and I used to always go, Deesh, Deesh. We always go like, Deesh. And so right here, as we hear a cindo cough, and he's about to, un you know, he goes, oh, he goes, Hungar Ewok. Like, <laughs> it's like, it sounds like he's saying Unguard Ewok. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, yeah. But there I are moments where, even in Return of the Jedi, where you, the Ewok dialogue sounds like English <laughs> or some words yeah. that you could pick up. That guy's wise. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think anyone else and in this world who loves those movies would think that he doesn't say that guy's what not that guy's why. Um, see, I love this. I love that you, you immediately, the Ewoks are, you know, they, they find Sindel in a hiding spot and they initially, they immediately start nurturing her. Like mm -hmm. it shows like, immediately the good natured likeness of this species. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. They see a young child in need and, the first oh. reaction, they're surprised, but then, like you said, they goes, he pets her, <laughs> he keeps petting her hair, and mm -hmm. just gives her a little hug there. And well, I, I love Mace. And here comes the original Mace. Yeah, the original Mace. <laughs> like seriously, like this is a, a broke ass Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. He even has yeah. kind of a makeshift. Uh, he does. Suit there. <laughs> he's even, but, he's, but here's what's awesome about this: look what they're wearing. Him and his sister Sindel, obviously that's Mace when when uh, Mace Mace's and Sindel are brother and sister. Uh, they are wearing things that look like both from Empire and or from the. Excuse, I'll just say the OT. I love that. Is, is the guy yeah. shoots the gun? He doesn't know what he's doing. Oh my god, that's <laughs> that's hysterical. Um, they're both wearing things that are reminiscent of things from the original trilogy. Sindel oh, totally, looks like yeah. things from like Leia was wearing on Hoth. And Mace looks like he's wearing a, you know, a pilot, X-Wing pilot flight suit. I mean, but they're variations of it. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't look like a complete 180. It actually looks like Star Wars. Oh, yeah, without question. Got to give Warwick Davis a lot of credit for the way he acts, man. He's so good as Wicked. Yeah, it's kind of into that, that same territory with Peter Mayhew and Chewbacca where you know it's him in the costume and you know when someone else isn't in the costume where they just have that personality they bring to their characters. Yeah. I'm going to say something and everyone's going to like probably laugh at me, but I don't care. I never noticed Ewoks didn't blink until people complained about it when they made him blink. Dude, me too. <laughs> we might have said that I, on the Return of the Jedi commentary, but yeah. it's true. 
Like even as we're seeing it now, he just has those dead eyes that aren't blinking that never really occurred to me or bothered me either way. And even the blinking doesn't bother me, but it's just something that you either, never yeah. really noticed before. I want Ewok movie special editions with them blinking. <laughs> See, there's a reason in itself to get it remastered in HD, just so we can get them blinking and have it all match. Yeah. See, what I don't understand is why don't, why doesn't Star Wars or Disney Plus put these movies on there? I don't get I, it. It's such a no brainer. It seems like those type of things, like just to have anything Star Wars on there, they would throw it on there just for the heck of it. But I don't see why they're not. I love how Mace went from like, I hate you guys to like, do you have anything to eat? Yeah. <laughs> eat, eat, food, food, eat, eat. And they realized that Sindel is sick, but Mace yeah. just well, I thinks know. that she's hungry. No, I'm not talking to like, you don't know, just being that more descriptive in the commentary. <laughs> I like see, the mom goes, chalk. Remember she says that? See, I mean, when I was as a kid, I always just liked that little plate they gave her to eat. Yeah, like, dude, me I too. Want, I want one of those to have my me food out too. <laughs> yes. God. See, and I just don't, when people are so like, Okay, listen, the holiday special is garbage, which we all can agree yeah. on that. Like, it's unwatchable. When people put this with the holiday special, I take, like, complete – it offends me when people say that. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, no, don't even put the holiday special with Ewok films. No, yeah, you can't. They're on totally two different levels. Yeah, it's like – this. yeah, it's, it's asinine. I'll never forget, uh, and those who listen to the show might know that uh, my friend Dave, a.k.a. Father at Father's Figures on Twitter and Instagram, oh, here we go. She goes, chalk, <laughs> chalk, which is really funny. <clears throat> Look how sweaty Mace is, dude. Dude is just like, he's just like, man, this, like, this, this humidity is killing him. <laughs> Look how sweaty he is, man. He's just like, oh, so sweaty. Um Anyway, anyway, my friend Dave uh, and I, we we love these movies. We just like you, you, me, and you, Tim. Like we love we when we first met 18 years ago, and we realized we both love Star Wars, and we both like loved the Ewok films. That was like cementing our relationship of like mm. best friend, you know, like that gif of of an old you know brother or you know, whatever step brothers, and like we got, we just become best friends. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty much what happened when we we discovered we love these movies together. Um, I'll never forget a couple of years ago, I read like one of those stupid, like weird, like ad things at the very end, end of the articles where it's like, did you know, blah, blah, you know what? You know, it's like, you know, you're supposed to click on it because you're in, you know, whatever. I don't even know what they're called. They have, they have a name, but regardless, at the very end, I was scrolling down and it said the Star Wars films you didn't see. And I was like, excuse me. And I clicked on it and I was like, oh, uh-uh, because they talk about these movies. I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. And I remember I I sent the I sent the picture and link to uh Dave, and Dave's response was so perfect. Cause he's like <laughs> cause to me, any hardcore Star Wars fans, I mean, had one know these movies and, and at least respect them. You don't have to love them or you know, whatever, but mm -hmm. uh, more joking as a, the brothers now are fighting again. <laughs> I love this. This he is how got the log on his foot. Like, yeah. This is like how accurate is this in real life? And DJ is all pissed off. Yeah, <laughs> um, anyway, Dave's response when I texted him back was like immediate and it said, What do they take us for? And I'm like, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's true. 
Oh, look at Wicked bringing flowers to Sindel. Now this, like this whole sequence here, where Sindel is sick and in their in their house, and it's not in one of the treehouse. They're kind of on the lower levels here. Um, but see, I watched these movies a lot as a kid, and even when I was sick too, I remember watching it when I was sick. And you know how when you're sick and you have those dreams that you can't tell if you're really dreaming or if you're living it. I must have watched it one too many times, but I remember one of those nights where I was in this Ewok treehouse where I was sick, just like Sindel, yep. mm-hmm. kind of experiencing what she was, just the whole environment, seeing the Ewoks here. So I was kind of like experiencing how she was during this whole scene. Like, I know how she feels, just in those weird dreams you would have. That always stuck out to me. No, 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 like, no kidding. This, I think this was definitely a go-to sick movie. Yeah. When you stayed home, when you're at legitimately sick, not faking sick because you didn't want to go to school, legitimately, like, sick. Like this feeling is a, like how Sindel was feeling right here. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's weird that you would all, like, I kind of know exactly what you're talking about because I think I've definitely seen this a number of times when I was sick. I got rabbits in Star Wars, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, one of the things we, we looked over, oh, there's Deej Pill. I'm like, oh, oh. I love how they communicate. Like He's like, dude, we can communicate this idiot. This is perfect. <laughs> uh, no, like one of the things that we missed, uh, but you, we, you'll you'll totally know what I'm talking about here in a second, Tim, is when he goes, Lerdo. Yeah. <laughs> man, oh, I said man. Lerdo so many times. Oh, me too. I would, me and my brothers would call each other that a lot. <laughs> oh, man, that's right. Oh, this is awesome. See, this is bringing back so many memories. I know. If people try to tell me this is awful, it's like, come on. Yeah. See, that's an insult we got to bring back more, Lerdo. Yeah, Lerdo. Oh, great shot. See, look at this. Come on. See, look, see, look at this. The way, the, all the smoke in the forest, man, mm-hmm. or like, or mist or whatever. How cool does this look? I mean, and is this. It's going well. We've got another narration here talking about a special tree that has the medicine that they need to get. Yeah. Again, it's simple effect, but the atmosphere they're creating it really does work for such a low budget. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, this is not that bad. I would argue too, for back in '84 when it first aired, I say this was one of the more higher budget, like made for TV movies you were probably going to see. I was, okay, guys, I was actually I'm, I'm well. checking in. Twenty minutes in. Mm-hmm. And uh, d- does does it get better? <laughs> Are you kidding yes. me? Yes, but even though what we're seeing so far has been awesome, <laughs> you don't like this? Do you think it's that bad? I'm just bored. Oh my god! This is like if they took the section of Return of the Jedi where the Ewoks like capture Luke and Han and Leia and take them back to the village, and they stretch that into a whole movie, like. Return of the Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie, but that's far from my favorite part. Now, does this freak you out, Paul, as a little kid? (laughs) For sure. For sure. Well, Kyle, you know, steps in because his his uh, his millennial millennial backgrounds showing. And so uh, (laughs) um, he can't he can't handle he has to have action every five seconds in order to be interested. So I don't fine. need action. I need something interesting going on. But I'll go back on mute and keep <laughs> checking in. The tree? How's it not interesting? What? 
Did you just <laughs> see that? Yeah. This is some random oh, little treat slug thing. So that blew my mind as a little kid. Who's that small, cute little creature in the tree? And then he turned into this big old monster that's biting his hand. It's like, what just happened? And then the scene's over. <laughs> Don't worry. There's more action coming up. All right. All right. I'm going to mute myself again. I'll check back in later. That actually was kind of fun. I actually kind of like this. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not off to a good start so far with Kyle. No, it's not. But this is the bit. Remember, this is the one I didn't think. I said, Kyle, this is not my. This is not the one that, like, you know, <clears throat> for the record, this is not my favorite one. The next one's a lot. I think it's a little more going on, I would say. And I, I said before how I think the opposite. I think this is the better really? one. Yep. Mm. And that'd be, it might be more nostalgia more than anything. Because this is the one I did watch the most. How could you not watch Teak and Noah? Because I think it's kind of like how you were saying before where it took you a while to get this one recorded. It took me a while to get Battle of Endor recorded <laughs> to where I could watch it over and over again. Gotcha. Because I remember watching this and having it recorded before they were even airing on Disney Disney Channel. It was like we got the network broadcast of it that we had recorded. Man, so I I, I just don't I, how it's I, again. Maybe I just don't think it's, it's if it looks that uninteresting. I'm like this is yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I, Kyle, I just I know you're not, you can check back in if you want, but. I just don't think it's, I mean, it's, I'm not saying it's action packed and it's like super in like enlightening, but I didn't think it was like that boring either, but that's just me. That's why it's going to be so interesting to hear his final reaction because seeing this for a first time as a little kid is going to be so much different than seeing it as a grown adult, obviously, yeah. but so much more Star Wars content than we had back in the eighties when this first yeah. aired. Back in the eight, yeah, back in, you know, we were kids before Tim or uh, Kyle was born um, <laughs> uh, th these were like this. This were episodes, you know, seven and eight, as far as I was concerned. Pretty much, <laughs> it really was. And you love these movies because they're good, damn it. Um, yeah. So and again, aimed at little little ones, which was our demographic, obviously at the time. It was funny, my, my you know, to to defend Kyle, my older brother, who's you know six years older than I am, you know, he was like hey, we were talking about these one day years ago, and he goes, "Oh, man, so brutal." I was like, "What are you talking about? Is it, have you watched it recently?" I'm like, "Yeah, I watched them like last year." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, oh, oh. "I was like, you're insane." Oh yeah, Star Cruiser crush. Yeah. yeah. See, this is fascinating. This is better than Last Jedi. This whole, this whole part right here. This is like so much better than Last Jedi. This uh, makes I, I knew that was going to come at some point. <laughs> well, I, to me, it does. I could watch Wicket do Star Cruiser Crash all day long, and it's still infinitely better than Last Jedi. I'm only mostly joking. Wait, wow. is is Wicket going to learn to fully speak English by the end of this? Because this is freaking me out. <laughs> yes. Are you serious? Just wait till well, the next one. Yeah, wait, yeah. It's not that bad in this one. Wait till the next one. This is deeply unsettling. <laughs> <laughs> Something oh, about Ewok speaking English is just like, this is oh, not right. Just wait. Also, their yeah, eyes in this movie look really creepy. I love the fact, see, that's something I just took for granted, but 
not realizing that's something you wouldn't know about if you haven't read anything on the movie and just hearing it for the first time. I can imagine that kind oh, of throwing you for a loop. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, mostly the head. <laughs> See, look how now everything it's about to pick up here, Kyle. And if you didn't, yeah, I think it does anyway. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm going back on mute. I just had to chime in on the talking so, Kyle, Ewoks because that's something back. that shouldn't Kyle, exist. This, so you think it's this? You don't, you don't think it's it's not like boring is one thing, but you think it's like god awful, like so many other people have said so far. As far as not like, really, I mean, the, honestly, the production values are better than I thought that they would be. Okay, um, I think. I think you're going to like I think you're going to like it as it goes. I'm not saying you're going to love it. It's mostly just to me the story's not interesting so far, but I'm not like this is the worst thing I've ever seen. But excellent. I'll I'll this reserve is, final judgment probably... until it's over. All right. No, that, I think that bodes well for us, Tim. Wouldn't you say so? Yes, I would agree. Tucker's a crush. See, and Mace is becoming coming off unlikable here just calling Ewoks animals, telling Sindel to get an IQ, <laughs> rolling his eyes. And also, oh, I love this creature. Yeah, see, I love it. Here, here, here we go. Yeah, now that's a creature. Take note, Ryan Johnson, for your, your <laughs> trilogy you'll probably never make. Hey, the fun thing, Last Jedi, I think did a great job with the creatures. Fathiers, the Fathiers, Vol- Voltex are awesome. The Voltex, yeah, yeah, I'll give you credit. God, I'm, I'm being too. Mean. I should, oh, look how cute the baby is! Oh my god. Uh, I'm I'm being too harsh on the Last Jedi. So Mace and Sindel are going to sneak out of the Ewok house. I don't know why they just don't just. Well, not Sindel doesn't want to go. Mace is making her go. Well, yeah, but I mean, they have this, they're sneaking out. And, you know, yeah, she's, well, it's middle of the night. Well, it's supposed to be night anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's asleep. But why, I don't understand why they just, the, why would they have to sneak out at night? That's that's the one thing I will say. I'm, I never really understood that one. I know. Would they really stop them if they decided to just leave in the middle well, of the day? Well, obviously they must not trust them because they didn't have the they have this gun still. Well, their eyes are closed. Look, <laughs> see that they have the gun. I always thought it was always a cool-looking cool. blaster design, too. Dude, I was just going to say the same thing! <laughs> I've always loved the blaster! I also thought it was interesting the family let him have the blaster. Well, you don't think they were going to give it to Sindel, do you? <laughs> well, why didn't the dad have it? Well, maybe they both had one and his got damaged or lost in the crash. Yeah, you know, maybe we should wait till the next this one part because I, I have questions. We'll wait though. It's about the crash and who was responsible. Okay. Because I, but yeah, a great shot. This looks great. Yeah, Endor at night looks awesome in this movie. It really does. And and obviously the uh, you know the Battlefront Two took a lot from this these movies actually to you know in my opinion. I know that's why I really wish they went through a Gorax in there. That would have been awesome. It, not to be like a factor in the gameplay, though, that would have been fantastic. Oh, Just have course. them seem in the background or something like that would have been really cool. 
I mean, you do go into his lair, if I remember one of the maps, don't you? Um, uh, I don't think so. I thought, I, I, but you do go into like in the first one, you do go into those. You see this, the giant spiders. That's right. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Oh, so cool. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> the highlighter. That's like must be a, a thing. Man, I really they really need to, they really need to put out these things on Blu-ray or something. Man, it's just it's so dark. But yeah, right here. Isn't this where he talks about it right here? Like he talks about who's responsible. He just said Yeah, he's saying how he wish he could have done anything wrong and that he could have been the best kid there ever was. Yeah, but the, but so But does he say does that specifically tie into the crash though? But then remember, he says, they say, Mace, we're not mad at you. Remember, they say that to him, about him. Dude, now that you mention it, I think you're right. So See, I remember a lot of moments from this movie. Some of the dialogue, <laughs> I don't remember too well. But Oh, man, I remember this movie so well. Give me, like, I want the like the art of the Ewok films with, like, the making of splash in there so I can know what the, what the frick they were doing. The Mace, was Mace responsible <laughs> or their crush which by the way i love this line it goes from now on for now i am mom and dad i always <laughs> like that line that's not i don't remember god and he just they just want to go back to the star cruiser as he thinks they'll come back yep, there's a line he says i'll protect you i'll be mom and dad yep i always like that i always like that oh, so cool like yeah, I love the sequence right here. This is a great see again, Kyle. I know you're not gonna check in. Just just watch this beautiful scene because you're gonna see true cinema art right here. Um, so oh, so cool. Like this is what you're asking for, right? So this is great. At least I think so. No, Ugh. yeah, I just I mean, sure, the stop motion effects could look dated by now. I think I don't it's care. part awesome. me neither. It's part of the charm of the movie. I think it looks yep. still looks cool for the creature design that they have. Yeah. It's kind of like this giant rat slash wolf. <laughs> yeah, creature. rat wolf. Yeah, word. So he's chasing Sindel and Mason. They go into this open section of a tree, and he's just trying to put his head in there to eat them. And then, man, the, like, the puppeteer, the effects, the it all looks good. For, again, for a TV movie. Again, was, TV movie. This is not. This is not. You know, going back to like sell again 500 million dollars in the 80s to you know see this is the type of stuff that stood with me as a kid and why i like this one better just how we just get such a fascinating look at endor and the creatures that inhabit it but what about the course of the endor, like trumps this though it has like so much more uh, but it, not to me, not really. When it comes to like creatures and monsters, like that stuff fascinated me as a kid. Is in this uh, movie, the Marauders. Hello, yeah, but they're they're kind of more characters than monsters. And this is cool. Like we we saw that creature trying to attack Cinderella Mace at night. They're sleeping, and what do they wake up to? That creature fighting the Ewoks, and it's awesome. <laughs> I know. Yeah, which by the way, if I almost died by a creature, I certainly wouldn't just be like, oh, I'm gonna go to sleep now. <laughs> you think I you'd be trying to stay up all night? be a no watch kidding. for his little sister see this looks good yeah 
I mean, it's not the arena battle in Geonosis, but still for an 80s made-for-TV movie, seeing Ewoks take on this creature, it's yeah, pretty awesome, man. As a kid, just like you're eating this stuff up. Yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, this is no different than like. I I think this looks really good. I love this. I love stop motion. I miss it so much. Yeah, again, this is like a special charm to it. But... Yeah, agreed. The Wicket's not yet getting in the action. Well, he's a freaking kid. <laughs> that's a, that's one of those things where I think makes it, you know, sense that it takes place before Return of the Jedi. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I love the I love the sound effects that the creature makes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tempted to turn the sound up. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Wicket goes, <laughs> hell yeah, I'll get in this fight, bitch. Bam. <laughs> he was like, oh shit. Oh no, I'm gonna die. Loves a dart or a poison dart into it. Yeah, dude. I love the twitch. Of course, my boy Wicket gets involved. His dumb brothers are like, huh? <laughs> oh, so awesome. Yeah. Hope that satisfi- satisfies your appetite, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> it's only gonna get better from there, too. Biggest the Gorax layer. Whatever. Now, I don't know why I'm just thinking of this now. Do they say it later? Again, it's been a while since I've seen it, but was that a pet of the Gorax? Yeah, that's what I that's what I I, I have mine on mute, so I can't really hear, but I'm pretty sure. Because it looked like he had a collar on him. Yeah, I think I think it is. See, I now that I'm seeing it again, I remember that. And now I want to see artwork of that, like the Gorax in his lair with that creature. That's right. And he has the the wristbands that the Tawani family has that lets them know when each member is still alive. And they just found out that creature had one from their parents. Mm. Yeah, because they, yeah, they have the thing there. Oh, yeah, Gorax. Yeah, okay, yes, he's asking where did it come from, and Wicked just points out the mountains as Gorax. God, so awesome. Now it's starting to come back. Man, so many regular animals from in their world. Yeah. <laughs> the life monitor, that's what it's called. Yeah. So for people who are wondering... Sindel is in the expanded universe, obviously not in the canon universe, but she is yeah. in like one of the trilogies, isn't she? Yeah. It was like a so weird, by the way. She, I believe she comes like a reporter or something, right? Yeah, something like that. Apparently, uh, this guy's name is Eric Walker and him and, and uh, Work Davis, they filmed this when they were supposed to be in school. So they're getting tutored while they were filming. And one of the things they were able to do to get credit for was they made a uh, documentary uh, on set, the two of them. That's and right. Yeah. I, I remember forgot, hearing about that. It, it's online. You can watch it online. Um, they were – they. But they were, it wasn't necessarily supposed to be released, but George basically was like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to do your thing, you know, whatever. So he actually let him use all their equipment, you know, and, and make a little documentary. 
so awesome. Ah, uh, Low Gray had so many action figures. God, low Gray, Low Gray is so tough. Yeah. <laughs> How amazing he looks. The Ewok Shaman. Yeah. Pretty much force sensitive. Became a freaking lightsaber for God's sake. <laughs> See, this stuff is so. I just love. The, I just love the fact. Again, the marrying of science fiction and fantasy. Such an underrated thing, in my opinion. It's just in general, the, the science fiction fantasy combine the two. You really can't go wrong when you do. No, oh, like, yeah. How many times have they done it? Has it happened? And it's like not very good. I'm trying to think, honestly. You got to have the right balance of the two, of course. Of when, no, of obviously, is which aspects to lean on in the right moments, which Star Wars just does so perfectly, obviously. <laughs> but well, yeah, well, Star Wars can do kind of heavy either way. Mm-hmm. And and you know, you know that's kind of the beauty of I think Star Wars is that it doesn't have to be like. 50 50 it can be like one time 75 25 or it could be you know whatever so right now uh low gray has a little spinny top thing that's showing everyone see i think this is cool he's showing everyone what where the parents are and what's going on so like again adding to the kind of the more magical elements of star wars mm-hmm. i like how they have an owl low gray has an owl i mean he's we can liken him to the merlin of the ewoks and the owl could be like his archimedes oh, yeah. it's like that archetype of the wizard and his owl <laughs> Yeah. God, low grace. Give him a freaking lightsaber for God's sake. Dude, <laughs> fools. And Dee's just like, God damn it. I'm going to take these dumbass kids to freaking <laughs> Gorak. God damn it. See, that was going to start turning into a little bit of the Fellowship of the Ring as they get just, their band together. Yeah. You'll like that. You'll like that, Tim or Kyle. You'll like that. Huh, rip it up. Those from the ring. Huh. Hey, you know, part of I, I, I try not to be too harsh on child actors, but these kids make Jake Lloyd look like uh, oh, George Clooney. Don't Clooney. even start. Don't <laughs> even start. <laughs> I just had to say it. Dude, okay, first of all, Jake Lloyd and Sindel are pretty much on, they're on par with each other. Let's be real. Uh, are you an angel? Did I say it right, George? Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't even. Yeah, yeah. Don't even start with me. I'm. I'm not. I'm not here to criticize child actors like some people. Hell yeah, Deej. And I think a lot, Mace of, a lot of yum nubs going on right here. <laughs> yep, yep. Here's the thing, too. Mace, not. I mean, he's fine. He does. He's. He fine. could be a little whiny. Yeah, but who was it? Who, but, yeah, so it was Mark Hamill. Yeah, but I think Mace takes it kind of to another level in, this, in some he, moments he in this movie. Yeah, he's definitely way more whiny. Than <laughs> this is a set. This is this is a great moment too. I love this moment because you know they have a baby, and Deej's wife, Wicket's mom, is kind of waking up, like you know, seeing her. Ch- seen her flock because she's basically like doesn't know if she's gonna see him again like this yeah. is a, kind of like a I don't want to say a dark moment but it's kind of like it's kind of heavy that's what i see i forgot about this scene as well We're, you know look at this. 
They got a baby. Thinking the anxiety she's going through right now. <laughs> exactly. And they, the fact they're actually showing it to us. It's cool. Oh, so cute. Oh, my God. Look at my God. What a evil baby. Look, she's sad. Man, she's crying. Man, I totally forgot about this. And Deej's like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I love your narration of Deej, where you're just pretty much saying. <laughs> I know. He's just like swearing all the time. He's like, oh, I'll know, be dumb kids. And, oh, wicked. Why do you have to be so energetic? I don't want to do anything right now. But not right here, though, as he's comforting his wife. No, no. This is a great moment. See, another great moment right there with Mace. Listen, I'm not going to defend Mace and Sindel and say they're great actors. But I don't think you're that. I mean, like, like Sindel's a little girl, for God's sakes. What do you expect? Kristen Dunst from Interview with the Vampire? Come on. <laughs> and that's the other aspect of a made-for-TV movie you got to come to expect also. Yeah, but, yeah exactly. But child actors, it's not going to be the greatest in the world. And again, and, I, yeah, I think Mace, Eric Walker, he does fine. He's okay. He's not terrible. It's not great. He's adequate. And I love those compartments. I know. I've always wanted to ride in one of those as a kid. <laughs> I thought that would have been the coolest thing. It's almost like this little tent they put on the horse that obviously Ewoks are small in size. They can ride in there. So Wicked and Sindel ride in one. I believe his brothers go in one. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, that's that's legit. And the rest are on ponies, but it's just such a cool little contraption that they go on. And this is speaking of Fellowship of the Ring, this is the Galadriel moment where she gives the Fellowship their gifts. Logre <laughs> is going to give this party. Oh, man. Sindel and Mace their gifts. For All their I got to say, Mace's gift is the best. Yeah. <laughs> so amazing. <laughs> And kind of like how the Fellowship got their capes, they each get their uh, bandit, these headbands that the Ewoks wear in different colors. Deej, as leader, is presented with the white wings of hope, as the narration says. Keep going, Tim. I'm going to open. I'm going to. I'm going to open my candy, so I don't want the audience to hear a bunch of crumpling. So please <laughs> continue. Wicket receives the magic walking stick. The white and blue rings of strength go to his brother Whittle. Sindel gets the candle of pure light. And then Mace <laughs> thinks he's going to get this crystal object, but Logre says no. He points just to an old, ordinary rock. <laughs> so amazing. He gets the most boring one. He gets some stupid rock. <laughs> this guy's like, oh, man, I got a rock. Hey, but as we see in Return of the Jedi, the rock is the most powerful weapon in that battle, so he shouldn't complain too much. True. Feed a whole freaking uh, empire. <laughs> so awesome. Now the fellowship is off. So they're not nine yet. <laughs> I forget how what their actual count is, but they get a few more party members on the way. But mm-hmm. Which I think is a cool idea. Yeah. It's the typical thing in an adventure movie. You're out on your journey, exactly. you meet a new character, and they, he joins you for, for the journey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just love how he's so pissed off. He only gets a rock. So incredible. He even calls them bears. These little bears are nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man.
Oh, it's so amazing. Just like, <laughs> again, commenting on the rock. And what does he do? He just tosses it. Oh, man. The way he does it, so funny. It's just, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, who wants this? Like, it's not even like, oh, my God. It's just done, like, so, like, ridiculous. Oh, my God. It's so good. Thankfully, Wicked's smart enough to pick it back up. Thankfully, he is. And I love how I forget his name, but one of Wicked's brothers still has Mace's gun strapped to his back. He does? Yeah. As he was mounting the horse, he still has it. Wonder why they yeah, that's where he goes, give me a gun, I'll blow it up. Why does he have the gun? Do they not I trust think. him still? Probably not, no. Mm. <laughs> I wonder if <laughs> It's a kitty ride. Now he's complaining that he wants a horse. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of with Mace. He's kind of like the baller of the group. So why doesn't he? You know. Hey, if I was still him, I'd be jumping at the chance to go into that compartment on the horse. Like I said, it looks really cool. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if the reason that he couldn't carry the gun is because um, maybe like like FCC, like, so they couldn't, like, do, like, he couldn't fire it mm. only a couple of times in self-defense or whatever. That wouldn't surprise me. That might be accurate. Yeah. Because it only really makes sense. Like, give me the gun. It's like, why do they have the gun? So they're leaving the Ewok village, and the rest of the tribe is saying goodbye. And Mace is strutting in front. Yeah. <laughs> I guess one of the limitations on the TV boat is they really didn't do pretty much much at all with the Ewok village on the high treetops and the tree houses. They kind of kept it all pretty to the ground yeah. to where the village was at for most of the, probably most of the cool. movies, I would think. I mean, that, you get that, certain wide shots like right here we see. Them, that looks great, yeah. Not too much actual scenes with the characters on the actual tree houses. Yeah. See, that looks that looks fantastic. How cool is that? Yeah, that looks like straight out of the Ralph McQuarrie concept art right there. Mm -hmm. So we're walking through the forest and this great landscape of trees. Mm -hmm. Redwoods, man, I'm telling you. Nice. Now he's trying to act like the leader. Mm -hmm. Hurry up, guys. Come on. <laughs> I've got a walking stick. Oh, looks cool. And maybe the coolest Ewok of them all. Mm. What's this dude's name again? I'm trying to remember right now before they say it. It's not coming to mind. This dude but he's so a hunter, bad. the huntsman. Mm. He has a, I like how... You like to assume he has that small axe that he has right there, and he's chopped down this big tree. <laughs> well, he's chopped his nails. Why? Yeah. Oh! That's what Tej just did. Chuck a truck. Was that his name, or is that just what? Yeah, oh, Chuck a truck. Wait, 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 yeah. Doesn't he like <clears throat> Dej at one point goes look a truck? <laughs> You're probably That's, right. It's like Chuck. Yeah, chalk. Like yeah, something like that. I love how pissed off Mace is like, we don't want this guy, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Oh, so tight. I love how the Ewok knows like how what like you know all this crap that Mace is like saying right now. Like he just knows where the inflection was voiced. Like he's uh, challenging him. <laughs> like straight up, Mace. Look at that attitude, like, Mace is dude, 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 that's a rad axe he made, by the way. That's a pretty good shot. He he lived up to his boasting right there. Yeah, like he's pretty tough. He's like, step aside, youngin. <laughs> And watch a pro do this. Don't even look him. Bam! <laughs> and I love how, like, Mace is like, oh, dude, we need you. You just, you just showed me up. Oh, it's so good. Here, give me the tooth. I'm going to shove it in his face. <laughs> God, I love this movie. Update on Kyle's reacted to it. He just sent a tweet out saying current mood watching the Ewoks movie with the gif of Obi-Wan from Attack of the Clones. I want to go home and rethink my life. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Why nope. you tweet that? Just right now. No! <laughs> he still has to watch one more. And, and, all, and I mean it too. I actually, and I even got, have gone on record and said, I think you'll like Battle for Endor a lot more. So far, that's looking maybe a little more likely than my original thought. <laughs> I, I, and don't get me wrong. I think this is not a bad... I like this one just fine. But I think Battle for Endor really is a lot more action-packed and a little more interesting. That's just me. I still don't think this is that bad. No, like I said, I love this just the whole adventure aspect and the world building of Endor that we're getting with the monsters and the creatures and just the different, not so much different environments, but the different aspects of Endor that we never got to see in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And how it's not just a forest planet. There is kind of like these rocky desert landscapes that they have on the planet also as we, they get to the lair of the Gorags. Yeah. But we're now, still in the forest now. Yeah, so question, is this lady, is this a lady Ewok? I think yes, it is. it is. Yeah. I always forget if it is or isn't. I forget her name, too. Kink is what it looks like. <laughs> she looks cool, though, I gotta admit. Yeah, she has one of the more cooler Ewok clothing, where it's not just the yeah. head and neck band that they'll be able to see him yeah wear. and the but, fur she has i think yeah. it's kind of yeah she she's a she's one of the cooler looking ewok i think in all star wars to be quite honest yeah it had more of a hood look to her headband and like the cloth pretty much covers her whole body almost up to her leg she's so many mace to tell him something <laughs> That's what she gives him the crystal that he originally yeah, wanted right. before he had it to pick yeah. up. Oh, this must be mine. No, oh, it's a lizard crap. <laughs> That's right. As it turns into a lizard. See, like he says, I don't think these guys are going to help us this. Let's go. Is he abandoning all the Ewoks? Had them 
Wicket no, and his family I, proven I, I already? Think, I was. I think he just meant her. But why do you say these guys? Well, that's a good point. Now, do they go to her to? Because she's the only one who knows the location of the Gorax. Oh, that's what it's making it seem like. Yeah, that's kind of what I. That's kind of what I take it as. Okay, there's like one too many just regular Earth animals in here. Oh, <laughs> we, stop it! We were commenting that earlier. How there was a lot more than we remembered as far as just normal animals on Endor. Yeah, I mean, at first there was like the ferret, and then there was the owl, but now you got like mice and lizards and stuff, and it's just like obviously I get that they probably didn't have a huge budget for like making up new creatures and stuff, but it's just like at this point it's throwing me off a little bit. Oh, stop it! <laughs> I want to say that's it, but I can't say for sure. <laughs> we might see some it's more. Not. But there's enough. But here's the thing, though. Watch, I, bet Again, you about I bet you they're about to find some regular fish in here. Probably. It's like they talk about ducks in, their, in A New Hope. Remember that? Or uh, nope. Or maybe in Return of the Jedi, they actually have a horse head. Now, this is another sequence that kind of freaked oh, me out as a kid. Okay, hell Yeah. <laughs> This mace getting trapped in the lake. You just put his finger in the lake and it just sucked him in and he cannot get out. I think that's awesome. Yeah, like I said, it freaked me out as a little kid. True. I just love the fact that they're playing croquet over there. <laughs> Again, it's one of those, to me, of like a young kid, one of those cool fantasy elements of everywhere yeah. you turn in your adventure is the unexpected. It could be a danger that like just looking at a normal lake ends up being this magical lake that traps you inside it and you cannot get out and just eats up anything you throw in there like the rope they just threw there mm. I love this <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it's like whoa he's the he's here have this bread oh damn it this big branch will help out oh, <laughs> oh man oh god But luckily, Wicket's gift before they left was the magic stick. Hell yeah, magic stick. I wonder if Wicket still has that stick. Dude, what if in, in Rise of Skywalker, like one of the <laughs> sticks that he has was actually this? How? Oh, man. Dude, no, if, my, if JJ well went put that, that in our deep, head cannon right now. <laughs> oh, dude. If JJ went that deep at the very end with like him and his son, holy crap. I, <laughs> I would just like just give him yeah, give him everything. I was gonna say like he, that could be something he fashioned into a weapon eventually later down the line. Oh, so tight. See, that's what I'm gonna look at is now. Oh, go see. What if someone actually did that? Oh my god, I would lose it. I would lose it. Oh, thank you, Wicked, for saving my butt yet again. I guess they'll start to like you now. <laughs> I love this game these brothers are playing. They're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, now watch this very carefully because um, when – so right now Wicked's playing on a little branch. He's about to let go and hit the horse, and the horse is going to go run for it. You'll see an Ewok trip, and then you see him limp the rest of the movie. Really? See, I don't watch remember this. that. All right, then watch it. The horse is off running, but it's still inside. Yeah. So one of the brothers here, after Mace is like, oh, help, help, help. one of them like not trips, but like, like stumbles. 
That right there. See him? He stumbled. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that one is limping the rest of the movie. Uh, I'll have to pick up on that as it goes on. Cause I'd never noticed that before. <laughs> my friends, my friends watch the movies all the time and they, so they showed it to us. My wife made me rewatch that scene over and over again. <laughs> like, and then we and then made him watch the time when the same Ewok is limping and, the, and she just kept laughing. I was like, I oh, guess so mean, but it is kind of funny. And the hunter Ewok, who I already forgot his name. I'm sorry. is chasing after the runaway Lucatra. horse with Sindel inside. Yeah. Yes. It's proven again that he is the capable warrior that Mace doubted that he is. Yeah. Why do they have earth creatures here? I don't like this. It takes me out of it. Right, Kyle? <laughs> How could it? Throwing your jabs in when he can't respond just yet. <laughs> He's listening. We know he's listening. And Sindel is safe. All right, now I think it's coming up. You'll see him limp. I love his makeshift axe. It's so so <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, it feels so bad. <laughs> oh, see, that that makes me feel bad for him. I know. Oh. It was just something that it, something as simple as running. <laughs> he just tripped. Oh. Never picked up on that before. Oh, so tight. Such a Skywalker moment. Like, oh. <laughs> Come on. What? I'm being serious. That was a full like, Skywalker move that his did. I love that shot, too. Yeah, we've gotten our fellowship of the ring moments where we just see him walking throughout the terrain, <laughs> showing what they're doing as they're making their journey. Now, you Battlefront 2 fans and Ewok uh, Hunt fans will notice mm-hmm. something from this uh, this beautiful scene right here. Which, seeing how they're used in Battlefront 2 and how deadly they can be, <laughs> makes you think that they maybe should have used that more as a weapon in another upcoming battle they would have. But, again... I digress. <laughs> As we're seeing Mace, it's, in, it's nighttime right now. They're sleeping in their tents, and this little fairy is making their way into the tent and gets Mace's attention while everyone else is still sleeping. But it was always, I remember when I first saw that in one of the Battlefront 2 modes, that it was one of those aspects where, oh, it's cool they're taking it from the battle of, or not the battle of Endor, but the Ewok movies and just incorporated into the game, which, as I said earlier, I wish they would have done more <laughs> with that in Battlefront or just any other more stuff where you're telling stories on Endor, incorporate more from these movies. Cause that's what I love about it so much. As I said earlier, just the different aspects in the life that we get on Endor that we never knew before. And the 
one of those aspects of the effects that still holds up. I mean, it's probably a simple effect with the fairy just as a light flying around at night, but it still looks cool. Wait, is that one of those wisty things? Mm-hmm. On oh, Battlefront? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. in Battlefront, you can throw those wisty pouches and there's the little lights that fly around. I didn't realize those were actual, like, creatures. Yep. But that was one thing that I was actually looking forward to in this because I figured there was some stuff, like, in Battlefront and maybe some other things where the, it kind of, like, has more Ewok stuff than what was in the movies, and I wondered if some of that was based on stuff in here. Yep, I was just talking about how that's... I just wish when we get more stuff on Endor, whether it's in Battlefront maps or just stories in general, or they take different elements from those movies of the different aspects of the planet or the moon that was expanded on so much more so here than what we saw in Return of the Jedi. It's these little elements, I think, that just adds to what Endor is and just the life in the different environments that it, yeah. it can offer. Well, see, I, I like... This is cool, I think. Like, I think this... <laughs> I love this guy. I'm going to bed. I love that. <laughs> Amazing. See, I think this is this is cool stuff. See, working back to those fantasy themes, you mm-hmm. gotta have at least some type of fairy creatures when you're dealing with fantasy. It just adds to it. Mm-hmm. No, the candle is the the gift that Sindel got, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't remember exactly. Obviously, it's going to relate to the whiskeys here, but I don't remember exactly what the candle does. Like, you does it? It brings them all together. Okay, that's right. Okay, and it definitely comes into play later on. Well, I don't think so. Doesn't it? At the no. end, we'll get there. Yeah, but you're close. It helps them with the Gorax. Well, one does. Maybe that's. That's what I'm not remembering for just one. Yeah, it's a bunch. You'll see it. You'll you'll see what I mean. Yeah. So they're all, all the wispies are all kind of, all going to go together and this this little candle thing. Again, a cool little moment. Kind of would have been cool if they all formed into this being, <laughs> like this like magical fairy type creature where like one giant wispy yeah <laughs> size of a borax this is what that you're one. yeah this is what you're remembering okay yeah this is the one little one that he's gonna put in his pocket that's right yep mm-hmm. that's right so mace finds so one wispy survives or whatever Miss gonna keep it for a pet. He's that like, he's that evil. <laughs> he didn't want the lizard or the mouse, but he's gonna keep the whiskey. To be fair, I don't blame him. Way more interesting. <laughs> so can it not go back to, into the candle? Then I guess. I don't know. Like. I don't remember if they ever say why he didn't go into the candle and it can't does him. Because he's talking about how it's separated from its family like them and Wicked is. Hmm. Every time I see this, I'm always like, oh, that's weird, it's Endor. But that's what I like about it, though. No, <laughs> it's more of the moon. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
that's why when we were kind of getting those early shots from the Rise of Skywalker about Kefber, yeah, and mm-hmm. how is it Endor, but it doesn't really look like Endor, but it could be Endor still because we know it can it cannot all just be forest. It could be a planet that has different terrains and environments. Which Imagine that this movie is showing. Hmm. Yeah, I don't understand. You could have easily made Kefper Endor. Yeah, I get it too, though, where at the same time it does make sense to where the different debris of the Death Star would go into other moons in the system. And it kind of would have been one of those coincidence type thing where what they were looking for was on Endor, the same planet where the battle ended. So, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't bother me if it was. But I probably would have gotten more complaints about, oh, just going for the nostalgia there. Of course, it had to land on Endor. But then the problem is you also make it be like, oh, it's going to be a planet. Like, looks just like another one. But it makes sense if it's in the same system. It looks Yeah, that's true. Well, it had to be the same same system. Yeah. (laughs) Here, eat this really random thing. It's bigger than you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As basically trying to feed the... Wisty, is it wispy or wispy? I'm saying wispy. I don't even know, dude. I always say, I always is it Thumbelina? Is that what they call it? <laughs> it's easier just to call it a fairy, but you got to use the correct Star Wars term. Oh, Isarina, that's her name. Isarina. <laughs> it's a tickle eater. Remember that. Yes. <laughs> I remember Kyle be like, oh, oh, I can't believe this. Oh, my God. What did I get myself into? <laughs> They're having way too much fun here. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. We need to go back to that planet, Canto by it. So much more interesting. <laughs> oh, boy. I had watched this on repeat for a week, sissing alone, then watched Canto Bite again. Now, you know I love The Last Jedi, but I will agree with you on that. <laughs> Can't do a bite. Oof, it's rough. All right, it's enough Last Jedi bashing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I doubt that. <laughs> when Kyle comes back on and gives his thoughts on the movie. I have to do it just because there's so many people. Get, I just do it to rile people up, basically. Because I'm trying to like honestly be nice about Last Jedi, believe it or not. But I know it riles people up whenever I make little like jokey cheap shots. They get so upset. It's like, just chill, man. So many people like say so many hurtful like things about Rise of Skywalker, which I love, and I'm just like, that's that's fine. Do your thing. Now they're heading to a land of acid pools, more rocky <laughs> terrains. This is another aspect of Endor that I was talking yeah. about. Totally wouldn't think something like this is on the moon when you just see Return of the Jedi. This looks great. You know what mm. I mean? Come on, you can't get this. Looks awesome. So close to the Gorax layer. Mm-hmm. That's that's when we get to really my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder what part of California this is. I'm pretty sure this is filmed all in Northern California. Yeah, I don't think they travel <laughs> too far. For no. Photography. 
Okay, now we're in the Forbidden Fortress of the Gorax. I wonder. Which yeah, it's pretty much just this big mountain. <laughs> yeah, not too much. Just throws an axe like ugh. So, yeah, I wonder what this what this would be in California. It would be a spot I would like to see. I mean, if you're going to go see the Redwoods and see the Ewok Village there, you might as well yeah. see the rest of Endor. I think some of it's excluded, though, if I'm not mistaken, or was destroyed in logging. At least the original Endor. Oh, that rock? Ewok, Miss Priestress, whatever her name is? The rock I threw away I thought was worthless? Oh, <laughs> I actually meant, meant something? Oh, dang it. And he actually, I wonder if he's trying to fake that he still has it, even though he knows <laughs> he no longer has it. Just trying to play it off. I but threw it was, away. She's like, God damn it. Two he's like, oh, idiot. Lerdo. Yeah. <laughs> Did he say Lerdo? I think he does. He says, oh, Lerdo. I love that reaction. <laughs> See, we got to bring that back. I went through. Why don't we do like a sudden continues like camping trip in this redwood sometime dude how awesome that would that be kyle if you're listening hop on that we'll what even that? get a horse we'll put a big that big oh, <laughs> tent dude. on there you could camp out I'll of it up as mace yeah <laughs> the borax okay, get all our best yeah kyle could be the gorax he's so dang tall <laughs> I mean, you're tall too, Tim, but he puts you even you to shame. Yeah, you know, Kyle's five. You know. Kyle, Tim usually is like, oh, I'm like 6'3. I'm usually the tallest one. And Kyle walks in, like, never mind, I'm the short one. Yeah, <laughs> he puts me to shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle could be, he'd be a great Gorax. So he just smashed his rock on the floor and it revealed an arrowhead that was inside. That's so cool. And Mace is just going to put it on the floor and it's going to start moving on its own and point him in the right direction. Mm hmm. And again, as a kid, I don't even realize I kind of take it for granted that what this whole science fiction, um, you know, uh, fantasy element together. You know what I mean? Mm. So it goes behind this big rock, which is hiding the entrance to the Gorax's lair. And they're trying to figure out how to move it. Okay. I legitimately love this scene as a kid because this, this was part of the trailers him firing this gun and blowing up the rock. I love this. And what I also love that the sound effect for the blaster shot is a TIE fighter blaster. Is it? Yeah. That's TIE. God, I love see, That's a great blaster. It looks great. It is, yeah. Well, the weird thing is now he has the gun the whole time. But then it, it quickly runs out of power, if I remember, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a storytelling device, <laughs> which is a bummer until mom gets it. So tight. See, they should put that blaster in Battlefront. Have it. Oh, dude. Tons of damage, but it runs out of power so quick. I'd be down. Now we're finally into the lair of the Gorax. I'm down. Which is pretty much a cave. <laughs> It's pretty much a cave. But it's what's inside the cave is what's awesome. 
Yeah. As Mace is trying to give Sindel a pep talk, trying to tell her not to be scared. When none of them really are scared, but he's going to end up having Wicked stay with her just at the entrance. I love how he makes like one of the kids like, I don't want to stay with the dumb kids. <laughs> he's like, yeah, do what I want. I'll pump you in the face. <laughs> I'm like, okay, dude. Here's a question. If they're going to make Sindel stay here, why'd they bring her along in the first place? Well, did they really know that uh, there was going to be a cave? But. Yeah, you know, good point. And they don't know if they're going to find him. I got you. Uh, see, 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 Tim, you're, you're bringing this in, you're bringing it home for me. We're good. We're good. And the Ewoks have put on their colored headbands, showing their strengths of courage, bravery, leadership. And they just mm-hmm. look. <laughs> Man, Sindel's got some curly blonde hair, man. It's adorable. She really is adorable. Oh. Yeah, you know, again, like I, I love this movie, but it's definitely I'd still prefer Battle for Endor. I, I, I definitely think Battle for Endor is a little more action packed. I would agree with you, but again, I think this one. You could probably argue when we're talking about sci-fi and fantasy, this one leans more towards the fantasy and Battle of Endor yeah. more towards the sci-fi. Uh, yeah, but even the, though there is a witch in Battle of Endor, but. well, that in Tarek, whatever is King Tarek and his, uh, you know, his his. Well, no, you're right. The witch, you're right, because he's he's more of science fiction. What am I thinking? I keep thinking of his his awesome sword. Yeah. <laughs> so there is this big chasm with a giant thick spider web that they're gonna have to use to cross it. Oh my god! And this I, part terrified so, me as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember looking looks so fun to climb across that spider. I man. know, <laughs> and that spider comes out. I'm like, God damn no! Yeah. Ah, my god! I hate this. Ah! Now, that's the greatest effect in the world, right there, <laughs> the spider. I know the, everyone. The smaller like, spider, I should say. Yeah. See, here's the thing. This is the most criticized like element of I think the the movie, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> they did Which, some. It's great fair. creatures with some great effects, but something as a giant spider, that's probably not it's where the budget good. went. <laughs> but they just don't, they just don't, aren't executed well. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. Wicked's so smart. He's like, I don't want to cheer people up. I'll just be dumb. Watch this. Oh my God, I'm going to top of my head. <laughs> it would have been cool if Wicked broke into a dance right here. <laughs> like in the gifts. Yeah, exactly. And his brother can't do a handstand like him. I love it. I hate it, man. That's pretty much me and everyone else around me. I can do this. What can do it? But Dee's is so old. He's like, oh, I'm too over this. Oh my god. <laughs> Spider. Oh, I don't care if it's fake. Like, ah! I hate that thing. <laughs> it couldn't go down any slower. <laughs> but hey, as a kid, man, that thing was scary. Yeah, exactly. He's still pissed. Like, oh, stupid gun. Say, we're praising how cool that gun is, and when you need it in a pinch, it <laughs> doesn't even work. Uh, see, I think the spider actually looks legitimately like, creepy looking. It's, just, it's a cool it's, design. Yeah, cool design. It's just There's not. The strings. Yeah, it's again. See, I like. See, this is cool though. Still, this is cool, yeah. Regardless of the strings, this looks cool. 
as kind of the shaman Ewok right here who's using her stick that's glowing green to pretty much hypnotize the spider who makes its eyes glow green and it's about to go for a fall. So glad you're narrating this, by the way. Yeah, I keep, we're taking turns. Oh, I'm trying. You do a better job than me. I keep forgetting. I'm back. We'll go. We'll go come back. <laughs> He's like, oh no, you don't. The puppeteer Bam. got it. <laughs> He's like, I'm gone. Oh, spider's like, I'm back. I'm back my strings. So you can even make the excuse where you could, yeah, you could see the strings, but you could say it's just some lingering spider webs that got stuck to its legs <laughs> that it can't get off. Yeah, no, I am with you. Hey, it's listen, just part I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to defend that. That's, that's, but that's again, TV movie budget. And, you know, I love, I love the design. I think that's what, that's ultimately why I don't, I never hated it as a kid even because I could still see the strings then. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. I thought the design was awesome. And I just love the shot we just had right there, that look of these giant steps. That yeah, this actually, yeah, there's a cool set design. Yeah. Oh my God, I got back! <laughs> the spider's That's... back! Oh God, go away! It just, again, we saw them at the beginning, but it just like how it's foreshadowing just the size and scale of what this creature is <laughs> and what yeah. they have to go up against just by seeing those giant stairs. And now here's a question. Is it the same spider that fell or is that a different one? Oh, I hate him. Hate when they jump. He beats it off him. Oh, God, that's weird. He looks he looks good. Yeah, definitely looked better than the one that attacked. Uh, yeah. The other group. See, I, I think it was a different one because I don't think they're that much higher than where they left Sindel and Wicked. Yeah, but. that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm tired. <laughs> a little mace. We're so close now. Let's go back and take a break. Yeah, <laughs> the look he had on his face. Water? Yeah. Can we, like, stop? I'm, like, really tired. Drink water. Let me get my guns not working now. <laughs> Maybe it'll work this time. <laughs> We're almost out to the Gorax. They're deeper into the cave, and we see his giant table, his giant axe. It's pretty much we're in the Gorax's kitchen right now. <laughs> True. I didn't think about that. <laughs> this bone looks pretty good. <laughs> and there's the Gorax and all. See, Gorax looks, yeah, yeah, Gorax looks cool. I got to say, it's one of my favorite monster designs in Star Wars. It's just so unique it's scary yeah. looking as a, when you're seeing it as a kid it's size just, but at the same time you know it's kind of almost like an ape-like creature so it kind of has these human qualities to it obviously it's sitting down at a table eating there's just all these different elements so i just yeah really I didn't think like about that you're right he has a table i love that he saves the parents like as like pets like oh there's cool people hey can you guys like do something cool for me for a minute like <laughs> while well, i walk up here like hey can you uh do something for me oh I'm just gonna cower away from me okay i guess that's kind of interesting i always thought he was just he was gonna eat them later but it doesn't make more sense where you could see that he would just keep them as these pets that are there to amuse them keeping them in cages yeah why would he have them in a cage because he would have ate them yeah like- and as we saw that big bone that we saw at his table, 
he probably likes much bigger meals than the size. Yeah, of it's true. They wouldn't do much to fill his belly. Oh, this guy's like, oh, God damn it. Huh? That Ewok's like the Pippin of the, the Ewok Fellowship, <laughs> causing noise oh, and trouble to get the enemies to notice him. No Pippin. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's such a baller. He's like, I'm not throwing this at this Gorax. I don't even care. Hey, you threw it right in his eye and it hit him in the I know. <laughs> to That's pretty good water. aim. <laughs> As the Ewok runs away from the Gorax. See, Teak would have came in really handy, I guess. Oh, God, Teak, one of the best Star Wars, one of my favorite Star Wars characters. I don't even give a crap. I can't wait to watch Battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> Teak is awesome. Oh, God, I love Teak. This is like, where's our Noel Ewok? I'm going to eat him. Yeah, it's like this, the production on the Gorak just looks so good. I mean, for a TV movie, mm-hmm. it does not look cheap at all. The, yeah. the scale that they're showing of how big it is, it just works so good. The only thing that I will give people that I think looks cheap are the spiders. It's because you see the spiders. Yeah. It's the only thing that I'll, I will not argue with. Yeah, I'll give you that. This part's so awesome. Here, let's, let's, do, let's launch you with this giant axe. Mace is like, okay, I'll go up there. It's like, what are you going to do again? You're going to get him, and then what's going to happen? I forgot he had the rope. Never mind. <laughs> I just oh, talking guys. about... Oh, sorry. No, I, was just, I was just making a, a Mace, stupid Mace thing. I was going to say, another cool aspect about the movie and just the different creatures I love so much about it, they use different effects to bring them to life for the different creatures. We had the stop motion for the wolf rat creature. Kind of had the more cheap sides of the puppets with the spiders, but then and with the Gorax, it's totally different, obviously, with like with prosthetics and shooting it in scale to make someone in that costume look larger than life. But just all these different effect techniques that I think really do a good job of selling the look of the monsters and creatures. Yeah, movie. agreed. Yeah. They use a lot of old school. Uh, look how sweaty Mace is. He's so sweaty right now. He's like, oh man. Oh, in a hot cave, there's a fire going on. <laughs> you definitely understand why he's sweating here. Oh, that's true. This is awesome. So you jump on the launch him up. Whoop! Okay, here we go. Still Luke Skywalker moment, in my opinion. <laughs> Just the same as him as Leia swinging across the chasm of the Death Star, right? Pretty much. Same same effect. Same same um uh say historical significance. <laughs> same impact, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, His dad's man. all what's that? Doesn't say who's that, it's what's that. Hey, it's accurate. Now, do you think the fam the Tawani family is from Coruscant? <sighs> no. Because they don't seem to I, like they're like this used to humans as the basic species <laughs> that they're familiar with. Everything else seems to surprise them. The Ewoks. I don't, I, you know, yeah, it, it actually would make sense if they were. Right? Yeah, where they just, this is, they didn't travel much in their Star Cruiser or to many other inhabited planets with different alien species. They're very just used to humans. Then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this, this is so yeah. This is so great. 
I still don't understand this. Even as an adult, like, how do you do this? Yeah. <laughs> as the Ewok runs with a basket over himself from the Gorax. Stopping just in time. Oh, the Gorax doesn't notice him. That's right, because he gets out before... Okay, I never mind. Okay, I just figured it out. Took me 40 years, but no big deal. <laughs> the thorax, the Gorax is going to smash the basket. Giving us a fake out in the movie, thinking the poor Ewok got squished. But no. Yeah, not like Return of the Jedi, when they actually kill the Ewoks. Well, I mean, don't speak too soon. <gasps> oh, God, God, God. Why did this remind me? <laughs> you forgot about that, huh? <laughs> yeah. well, I there didn't... is a sad moment in this movie. Yes, there is. It is pretty depressing. See, the matchup I want to see a Gorax versus a Rancor. Well, Gorax is bigger than the Rancor, though. Is it? But I don't know by how much, though. Like, it probably is, but how much bigger? Hmm. Enough to work and make a pretty cool fight. I think the Gorax would win. Yeah, obviously I can use weapons. <laughs> yeah, I've my money's on the Gorax. I'm actually, you know, well, if we ask Cal, be like, well, Rancor because Rancors are way cooler because in the OT and the movie sucks. <laughs> hey, this is I'm a actually, cool shot right here. Yeah, it is a great shot. Oh God! Oh, nice save, Dad. So we saw the Gorax in the background with. The hunter Ewok hanging on the rope, the scene from his perspective, how big the Gorax is. This looks so cool. I actually legitimately want to ask uh, Kyle who he thinks would fight win in a fight between the Rancor and the Gorax. I'm pretty sure the Gorax is way bigger than the Rancor. As the Ewoks, Mace and his parents are making their escape, the hunter Ewok is fending off the Gorax with his little axe. And it's proving to be effective so far. He's just smacking his foot with it. <laughs> it's arena, baby. It's about to come into play. Where's Mace? Oh, yeah, Fred, our son. We just saved us. We haven't seen him in a long time. Where'd he go? <laughs> time to go back those giant stairs again. Yeah. We have to go up the stairs and leave him. We don't need, we'll, we, we have one more kid, right? <laughs> Damn, it's arena. As the very creature is attacking the Gorax, this is pretty much hitting his eye. Like, how could it be? Like, that's why, for some reason, I remember there's a whole bunch of those fairies to like going against that would have been cool. But the Gorax is smashing the walls, rocks to tumble, and they all fall on the hunter Ewok. No. Stupid Gorax. Dude, when he, this when see he, much more impactful Ewok death than what we got in Return of the Jedi with that one Ewok. Yeah, yeah, see, look at that face. Man, when he like when he touches his nose here, oh my god, it's so depressing. It's like irritating my you have my axe. Don't need that crappy one you had earlier. <laughs> much better one. Whatever. Watch your mouth, dude. His axe is sweet. Crappy one. Watch your mouth, sir. Don't grab your nose. No, don't grab the nose. No. Oh, God. Oh, suck. Oh, this is bad. The saddest Ewok death right here. Pretty, like, oh, pretty impactful. Takes it, 
and marks. Man, Greg's still getting like how many? <laughs> can't catch food. a break. It's like this. Like my pets are out. There's little wispy things in my face. This sucks balls. And we got some more Ewok ingenuity with their traps right here. <laughs> mm -hmm. As we saw a full display on Return of the Jedi. Mm. Yeah, it's a good point. I always forget. It makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but then when we get to Battle of Endor, we'll get to one of my gripes about how the Ewoks fought in that. Versus Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're definitely going to have a full-on debate on that one. That's going to be, to me, that's like, I had to get through this one to get to the one I really want to get to. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Come on. This is ridiculous. Yeah, like, the car yeah. chips on the road. Yeah, he's like, what? Oh, he turns around, he's like, huh? <laughs> 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 You did this to me. I was like, hell yeah. And, my, and then, the, and like the priest, what, what do you call his wizard Ewok lady? Yeah. Like I, the shaman rock, Ewok. Yeah, there we go. Shaman Ewok is like, oh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Drops a rock around his face. Yeah. She's such a rock. <laughs> oh, look at mom. Mom grabs a blaster and she, mom twine is like, good, 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 shoot you. Oh, right no. in the shoulder. Right in the shoulder. Maybe see, maybe Mace just didn't know how to work it. Now the effect of the Goroks falling down in the chasm, not the greatest. <laughs> oh no, no. But is that the last we're gonna see of the Goroks? Probably. You know, Mace still has to use that axe. Oh, spoiler alert! Come on. <laughs> oh. oh. Here he goes. Look at Chuck a truck. See, I gotta get more familiar with these Ewoks names. Did he say? I, I swear, I've always thought he said Look at That Chuck a truck, whatever his name is. I keep calling him the Hunter Ewok, but <laughs> that's actually a pretty tough name. Hey, mom and dad, come here. Okay, we will. Hey, what about me? Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Gorax isn't finished yet. I told you. Sinol uh, is uh, she goes, eh. it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And then right here, you have Mace do his best Gandalf. None shall pass. <laughs> <laughs> and throws the axe right on target. Yep. Right, right in the back of the neck, too. That was a much better effect. That yeah, time. that shot of the Gorax falling definitely looked better. Because it kind of just disappeared before he reached the bottom <laughs> in the first one. There's a Return of the Jedi moment right there. Or New Hope. You know what I just realized? This is a very random Star Wars like thing. I just realized. Uh, Leia and Luke do the thing together as a callback in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> I just got that. Like, just straight up, just now realizing. Really? <laughs> I just, oh my God, wow. I'm that dumb. Well, now you can thank the Ewok movie for you reminding you of that. Wait, See, just another benefit yeah, for it. Yeah, exactly. You can try to tell me it's going to be bad. Give me a freaking break. I'm that 
<laughs> a family is reunited. Is yeah. reunited, I should say. Is is reunion? I like that's better. I think. <laughs> I got confused because I saw the word <laughs> right subtitle yeah. as arena. <laughs> that threw me off. Exactly. <laughs> Everything's good now. Ugh, more Earth animals. <laughs> is this an Ewok village or an Ewok farm? Yeah, is this a petting zoo or the Ewok village? Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, I can tell you right now, as being objective as I can and knowing this is not a great, you know, thing, I still don't think it's that bad. I still hey. can't see why people say it's that bad. And again, just coming from seeing it as a kid for the first time and seeing the stuff it gives you, like I keep saying with the different creatures and the environment, it stays with you. Yeah. kid, And that's what makes me look back at it fondly, even though with all the... Oh. the there's Wicked Breakdancing. There's, yeah, dude, Wicked can dance, man. Yeah. He's got the moves. <laughs> No, it's even despite its obvious flaws and sometimes less than stellar production values. It's it's all part of the charm of it and just what it brings to what I was saying before about bringing to life the moon of Endor like never before and showing off all the different inhabitants that this moon has. It just I just love that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. See, I can't. Obviously, I haven't the volume on mute. I can't hear the music that's playing down here, but I imagine it's something that's still better than Yubno. There, I said it. <laughs> wow. Everyone likes to praise Yubno, but I'll, I don't think I'll ever get love Yubno. <laughs> so much better than the one we got now. Uh, no, give me Yubno. Uh, and the celebration theme is so much better. I'm surprised we really haven't that debate with each other much <laughs> dude on neck, come on lofty neck come on nothing can beat lofty neck though oh lofty neck yeah that's that's come on and that's amazing the movie is over as sindel got one of those headbands she's doing her best thor impression yeah <laughs> yeah th that's a good description of it it was kind of like these feathered version of thor's helmet yeah i forgot the movie right, Kyle. that movie <laughs> just yeah. the shot of sindel smiling but it's a great, it's a great, it's a great ending, I think. All right, Kyle, get in here, complain, tell me <laughs> how much it sucked. Oh, so boring! Oh my god, I didn't see Canto bite Fathers jump through the thing, and like a bunch of weird-looking, <laughs> dumb-looking aliens come in here and tell me they're randos. Wow, you're really going all out right from the get-go, <laughs> as far as the first thoughts and reactions from Kyle. You're not even gonna. Let him say his thoughts. I'm throwing at the last Jedi jabs first. We'll see. We'll see what he says. I'm surprised he's not in here yet. Where is he? Maybe he's so like just impressed by the movie now that he doesn't know what to say. He's speechless. He's speechless. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it just left him in awe. But uh, where where is Kyle? Kyle, no, he sent on. the text saying he'll be right back. Oh, okay. So, so oh, dude. Guys, David Fincher is a part of the matte photography. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, that, which we know he worked on Return of the Jedi as a camera guy. So that actually makes a lot of yeah. sense. That's amazing. <laughs> See, that's another thing I liked about the movie where we still got some of the 
main Star Wars crew working on this. Phil Tippett with the stop motion and Joe Johnson with the production. Well, didn't, like, Joe John, didn't Joe Johnson like direct a bunch of reshoots too? Did he? I think there was something where he worked a lot on this movie, like where he, him and George did most of the reshoots or something like that. See, I wasn't even aware there was much reshoots. Yeah. Does this really need a lot of reshoots? All right, all right, Look, I'm back. I survived. Dude, those were short, by the way, really fast. That was those were short credits. Yeah, I, know, I was just gonna Holy say. Holy crap! I didn't realize how short it was. All right, Kyle, it's over. All you right, have now Kyle, seen the go. first movie. I'm ready. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't feel like I was missing out on much for the first 29 <laughs> years of my life. But doesn't it feel more complete now as a Star Wars fan that you saw at least one of the two? Not really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess in the sense that, you know, I've heard people talk about him and stuff, and now I can say I've seen it. Um I know where Wisties come from now. <laughs> if nothing else, he got that at least. Yeah. So so for the record, like, do you think it was as bad as people said it was? I mean, it depends on who you talk to. Because I've heard varying degrees of, you know, anywhere from it's mediocre to it's terrible. Um, I mean, it's not holiday <laughs> special bad. I'll give it that. Um, so we're so okay. So you are. I'm assuming you are in. You are in the mediocre camp. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I feel like I've seen worse things, and I can look. I can certainly see how, like, if you're a kid in the '80s watching this on TV, like it probably would have been pretty entertaining. I and I was trying to think as I was watching it, like, would I have enjoyed this as a kid? Um, because I, of course, grew up watching the original trilogy, like, on VHS and stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. even f- during my childhood, like, I pr- I, I'm i sure I would have enjoyed it more as a kid than I did now. But I also don't think this is the kind of thing I would have rewatched over and over because I would have rather just rewatched the actual Star Wars movies. Right. Um, no, well, these are Star Wars movies. Thank you. But, so that's yeah. what we were kind of talking about during the commentary where this kind of became just part of the rotation of Star Wars movies mm-hmm. for us where you watch Return of the Jedi and New Hope and then the Ewok Adventure right. and then Empire stuff. Like back then I watched them all out of order. So, so this is actually really fun because I, I'm you know, granted it sounds like you thought it was just okay. Like it wasn't like terrible, but it wasn't like great. Well, okay, kinda- here's here's the thing. Like the I'm trying to think of like what positive stuff I can say. The production value wow. is the, the production value is definitely not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Like that was not the weak spot. And you know, obviously there was some dated like uh not motion capture, but stop motion, stop motion. with the, the puppets and stuff, but yeah. um I mean that wasn't bad. And th- and that was I guess kind of what I was expecting it to be for like obviously like it's eighties, it's on a TV budget. Like you've I've I've seen better graphics and, and stop motion animation and stuff from other eighties stuff, but that's in, you know, obviously like bigger budget feature films and stuff. So it wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. Um, but I was kind of expecting like a good story with just like terrible effects and production value and stuff. And so it's like it didn't look as bad as I thought it was going to. But it just I don't know. The the story was just very simple and straightforward and never really like hooked me in. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It is a basic story with these two kids yeah. looking for their parents. 
and they get the help of the Ewoks. Yeah, but and, and, a bu- and a bunch of stuff just kind of happens along the way that doesn't really feel like it's adding anything to the plot, but... See, this is really fascinating. I know you're going to be like, oh my god. I This is where I think Battle for Endor is a stronger movie. And it's a, it has a lot more emotional weight to it. It's a little... I hate, I hate to use the word darker, but it's a little bit darker storyline. And it's kind of like whoa i didn't expect that to happen and it's a uh, it's a little more aligned i think it's got a better hook of a story if if for you on it and i mean that and i think and it's also got uh a lot of cool i, I don't know I, I think it's a much better movie than this one in my opinion like i i legitimately love battle for endor yeah no, and i i think you guys have both told me that that battle for endor is, is better than this one and so i no, actually i was on the opposite guy this one i actually like better and Oh, okay. The reason why I kind of want to ask if you can at least appreciate this, just kind of the visuals and just the world building of Endor with the creatures like the Gorax, the big monster at the end, the wolf rat creature that attacked him at night. It's just these different elements and creatures that you never would expect to see on Endor just from watching Return of the Jedi. And just, again, this might be something where as a kid, it, I really took to that and just made my imagination go crazy as far as what else does this planet have? Did you at least get that sense of kind of these cool different concepts and creatures and beings that are on Endor that you never really thought would be on there before? Yeah, kind of. Um, but that also, like, I mean, like I kind of popped in and said they're in the middle, like, the Endor scenes in Return of the Jedi are kind of my least favorite part of the movie anyways. And it's not like I hate it or I hate Ewoks or, or anything like that, but just, you know, it's not like, it's cool that it gets fleshed out more and you get to see more of it, but that's not necessarily like my main cup of tea when it comes to Star Wars, you know? So it's not like I absolutely love that stuff, but sure. um, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely was cool to get to see different sides of it. I mean, honestly, maybe my favorite part was just seeing different like landscapes, um, you know, and seeing that it's not just all forest. I mean, after seeing that, I was like, well, dang, they could have just set Rise of Skywalker on Endor and said that the Death Star fell like on the other side of the planet instead of That's having exactly to, you know, what Tim was saying. Here. Um, so yeah, and and I mean, obviously, a lot of people haven't seen these movies, but um, yeah, so I mean, it, it was cool to to get to sort of expand the planet more and see more of those creatures and stuff. Um, it just, you know, I don't know that even that like only goes so far for me. No, I, I get it. Like, I, I think that you would like battle for Endor a lot more. It's a little bit, I think the production value again, Tim, stop me if you, if you disagree completely, but I think the production value is a little bit more, it's utilized a little bit better in my opinion, just in my opinion. Um, and like I said, I think the story is a, a little bit better, and so again, I, I like *Caravan of Courage*. Don't get me wrong; I don't, I don't dislike this movie at all. But I think *Battle for Endor* is it holds up a little bit better, just a little, in my opinion. And that's I'm, I'm excited to get to that one next because I really want to hear what you think. But it sounds like, from the design and aesthetic st- aesthetic standpoint, you'd like it. Just the story just wasn't interesting. Yeah, and I mean, even from the production design standpoint, I wouldn't. I mean, I, I certainly wouldn't say I loved it. It just wasn't as bad oh, as yeah, I yeah. as I thought it would be. Um, so it was it was passable. Um, 
But yeah, in the story, I mean, there weren't really like I couldn't tell you if I had a favorite character or anything because you know I felt like I mean, all it the wasn't the original were... Mace. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, definitely not. And again, like I know they're kids, but not even just the kids, even the parents too. Like all around, the acting just wasn't very good. Um, Besides well, the Ewoks, <laughs> and it also—I mean, part of it was due to the uh, the acting, but also I'm sure it was also just the writing and the directing and the music too. Anytime they tried to have like a big emotional moment, like when the two kids are sitting there and talking about how much they miss their parents, or like when the one like uh, woodsman with the axe guy Ewok died at the end, and he's like, "No, please don't go!" Like all those moments, I thought were so cheesy, and I was like, "I feel like I'm supposed to like feel sad right now, but I'm just rolling my eyes to the back of my head." Yeah, I, I like I said, I, I think I mean I'm very interested to see what you think of the next one. Yeah, like I said, there's there. No, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, Paul. Go ahead. I just think that the acting, because well, there's reasons. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything. I just kind of there is. I'm excited to get to the next one. I'll just say that. So my question for you, Kyle, is just by watching this, do you have any idea of what the next one could possibly? entail for these characters like do you have any idea well i think i do know a spoiler just because i've read like just say it just tell us what you know well okay i know the parents die i think it's because it's the same it's the same kids in the next movie right yeah that's correct okay yeah so i i remember reading that and i but i didn't know if that happened in this movie or the next movie i just remember in one of the reading about one of the ewok movies and them saying that like there's you know just these little kids but like their parents die and it's like surprisingly dark and whatever so that was probably back at a time when i figured i'd never get around to actually watching these i may have read the entire plot of the movie that's just like the only thing that stuck out that i remember and then i remember there's I remember there's like something about a witch, which must be in the next movie because it wasn't in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I, I know a few things about these movies in general that I just didn't know which one of the two it was because I hadn't seen them. So, um, well, the good news is we got one more to watch. So good news, depending on your point of view. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because we wish there was more to watch. More to watch. <laughs> You kidding me? I'll never forget one of my favorite, and we'll probably talk about this when we get to that episode. But the, Tim and I, uh, a couple years ago, for a random May the Fourth, we just watched Battle for Endor together, and we just had a blast. Yeah, that was so much fun. Like we just did. We watch Battle for Endor, and the next year we watched like Droids or something. Together. No, that was all the same night. <laughs> that was all the same night. Oh, yeah. so, come on out. Dude, now that, that would be something fun to watch because I actually do remember watching I had like you know they would sell like VHS tapes that had like three episodes of a TV show on it right. and I, I had one I don't remember if I either owned it or we just rented it from Blockbuster or something but I, I had at least one or two tapes of those old droid cartoons and I actually remember liking those as a kid so it would be fun to go back and revisit those and see how well they and, hold up and but, I'd be down with that. So we should, and, and the nice thing is on YouTube, they're all, they're all available. Oh, like okay. Lucasfilm has not taken those down yet. So I don't know if and we would necessarily do commentary episodes on that, but maybe we could talk about it sometime, but we should, that'd be fun because there, there are some cool, I mean, like there are interesting. Like, did we watch the great heap, Tim? I think that was the one. Yeah. That's that was a lot of fun. It was because uh, droids and e- the Ewok shows 
are something I've never seen. I, maybe I shouldn't admit that as a old 80s Star Wars <laughs> fan as a kid, but I've never watched the Joy's cartoon or the Ewoks cartoon. So seeing that episode that you showed me that night, Paul, that was pretty much the first one I ever watched. Hmm. I remember you telling me that. Here's the thing. The Ewok movie, okay, the Ewok cartoons are the rough. <laughs> that I haven't even, I've only seen a few and they're not, they're just not interesting. For whatever reason, the Ewoks got a season two. Droids only got one season. The droids, I thought was actually, it holds up pretty well, I'd say, in my opinion. Um, the Boba Fett episode is pretty cool. It's just, it's, it's, I think if, if any of the cartoons, we should redo a rewatch or something of like of that because they're pretty, you know, pretty short or whatever. And, and again, they're, they kind of inform the youth. I've got a lot of I, things to talk about stories for the droid cartoons, but back to the Ewok films. Um, yeah, I, I don't I, I really just just get irritated when people try to lump this with a holiday special. I think that's like that's so insulting to my to my to me. Yeah, I will say I mean and I was, like I, I felt like it got off to a really slow start. And you know, again, just watching it for the first few fifteen minutes and then I popped in and was like, Does this get better? And you have some of those scenes where the Ewoks are just talking to each other in Ewok ease and you're like what's going on right now? And I was like, is yeah, this, I love I'm like, is this what it's like watching the holiday special when they have entire segments where they're just talking Wookiee to each other? But cause I mean, I haven't seen the holiday special either. And no, we're not doing a commentary for that. No, 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 I think that, um, I see your point. I, we were, we actually said that, um, we actually like that. It was, I said, it felt like a more like a documentary. Um, speaking of documentary, that another thing, and, and again, I'm not trying to harp on this too much. I'm just giving my honest thoughts here. Like the narration bugged me so much, especially in the scenes. Really? When, like, yeah. Especially in the scenes when he's narrating stuff where you can clearly tell that like, that's already what's happening. Like when they're getting ready to go off on the adventure and he's like, the Ewoks load up the saddles of the horses with supplies for the long journey. <laughs> As you see them doing that on screen, it's like, thank you. I can tell that's what they're doing. <laughs> um, but also, and it's funny because then when it gets to the credits, I, I realized it was Burl Ives. So I think, doesn't he do the narration for like all the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and like all those yeah. old like TV Christmas specials and stuff? And I didnn't realize that was the same voice, but as I was watching it, like it had that same kind of feel to it. But it also really did feel like a documentary where it's like you know sometimes the voice is so slow because he's just describing what's happening on screen like i felt like i was watching an ewok documentary like and now they what? pack up the supplies yeah. for their journey and now the ewoks it's store up food for the long winter before the mating season begins here on endor and like <laughs> you know just i i and i get that you know you're explaining to kids what's going on but um I don't know. And again, I'm probably just comparing it to modern storytelling and stuff that I'm more used to. But it's like some of that, it felt like it could have even just been explained by the characters instead of needing to have a narrator. Like, you know, when they get to the big fortress of the Gorax or whatever at the end and the narrator's like, and now they've arrived at the fortress of the Gorax. Where normally, like, at the very least, you would just have a character say that, you know, look up at it and go like, wow, that must be the fortress that we're trying to get to or whatever. You know, like, I don't know. It, it just it felt unnecessary to me. Well, you know, I, I I'll be I'll be honest. I was I'm not surprised, but I I legitimately think that you'll enjoy the next one more. How much more? I I, I it's really hard to say, because but I think you'll enjoy this next one a lot more, in my opinion. We'll see. I mean, I'm still gonna watch it. 
you know, I I, and I appreciate you doing this. I, I really even, do. Even if I hated this one, you know, and and had no redeeming qualities to it, I feel like if you're gonna watch one, you at least gotta watch both. Like that that would just yeah. feel like leaving it half finished. But um, yeah, I would say hearing some of your criticisms about this one, I would agree with Paul that I think the Battle of Endor does answer some of them that you have. So we'll see how much of that makes it a more enjoyable experience with between this one and that one. But I've started to agree with Paul that you'll probably will like at least a little bit more than you if not actually legitimately like the movie. I, I think there's a, a decent chance, a legitimate decent chance. Yeah, at we'll least thirty percent. I mean, obviously, I make no promises now, but I'm going to go into it with as much of an open mind as possible, just like I did with this one. So, right on. I appreciate this, Kel. Thank you. But yeah, at least for this one, I can say I've seen it. You See, have. Welcome, welcome to the family. <laughs> <laughs> as I should say, as C three PO's I Return of the Jedi. Wonderful. You are now part oh. of the tribe. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, I don't know okay. if I'm going to join you guys in the the multiple viewings club. Um, you should. <laughs> And one is all that is required to join this tribe. That's that's actually that's a fair point. Yeah, that's one more than a lot of Star Wars fans have seen it. That is sadly true. Um, but yeah, I mean, is there any? I mean, obviously, you guys talked about it a lot more during the commentary that I had muted for most of the time. But um, any other final thoughts you wanted to wrap up with? I'll just say it was just fun to watch it again. I've yeah. seen it obviously quite a few times, but it's been a while since I s- sat through it all the way through. But it was even better to get a- to watch it with you, Paul, and yes. Kyle. You and Spirit, even though <laughs> you weren't chiming in, but just added another layer to it, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. And just again with you, Paul, as someone who grew up watching it and just yep. bouncing off the experience and stuff we remembered as kid watching it and how it was pretty similar <laughs> to some of the experiences mm-hmm. and memories we've had of it was really cool. So just good yeah. to watch it again, but then to watch it with you, Paul, as someone who's yeah. grew up with it as well was lots of fun. And then on the flip side, getting Kyle's reaction and him just popping in with certain thoughts and then hearing what you thought as someone watching it for the first time, obviously is going to be a totally different viewing experience than when we first saw it. So just getting all these different avenues to watching it again was a lot of fun tonight so it was just great to revisit it yeah definitely not a big fan of talking ewoks i'll say that much well (laughs) i already got one negative for you then for the next one (laughs) yeah you're really not gonna like the next one oh great um well yeah i mean it's it was at least fun to to be able to watch it for the first time and talk to you guys a little bit about it um i'm looking forward to going back and like when i edit the episode i'll probably just listen to most of it if not the whole thing and um hear some of what you guys had to say that i missed out on so um i will say there's going to be moments where you wish you could chime in to send off some of Paul's comments. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, no, no, no. I, I definitely did, like, one time that I jumped in, it was, like, right on the tail end of him saying that he would prefer this over The Last Jedi, and I'm like, <laughs> I know you're joking with that one. I would rather watch Rise of Skywalker than watch this again. 
<laughs> oh god, you're so mean. You're so mean. I definitely take a lot of last Jedi licks, but only, only because I just know it's gonna irk some people, and I'm just doing it now to press people. Oh, see, so watch now. I'm gonna listen to this, and now on our next episode, it's gonna start with me giving like a half hour rebuttal and just <laughs> chastising Paul for thinking this is better than the Last Jedi. I don't think it's better than the Last Jedi, but elements are definitely better than Canto Bite. I would still probably disagree with that, but I mean, knowing how much you hate well, the Last Jedi, I'll, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you slide on that. I'll let you slide on <laughs> that. That's, that's obviously really that's obviously the it. the worst the you know the weakest part of the movie. So, as of long whole, as you're not saying this is like better than any of the Luke Ray and Kylo stuff. Oh, I never said that once. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, I think that's just about going to wrap up our discussion on the Ewoks caravan of courage. Uh, we'll probably try to get the next one done pretty soon so we can maybe release these as a, a one, two punch. Ooh, I mean, we're getting like kind of, I, I don't know if we'll jump on and record again this week, but you know, maybe within a, a week or two, um, we're, we're getting into the second half of August. So who knows? They might drop a Mandalorian trailer on us in between, but, um, you know, I, I think it would be fun to just do these as close together as possible. So we'll be back with the next one uh, pretty soon. Um, but in the meantime, um, I, I don't think we really have any emails or, or tweets or anything to read. We don't usually do those on the commentary episodes. But uh, if you guys want to share your thoughts with us or your memories or whatever about the Ewok movies, if you've seen them or, or just yes, uh, do. contact us with any of your thoughts or questions about Star Wars, you can follow us on Twitter at Star Wars TSC. Check us out on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Star Wars. The saga continues. You can send us email at Star Wars TSC at gmail.com and check out our website at Star Wars TSC.com for uh, just all of our news stories and and uh, new episodes and updates and stuff that we're posting on there. So, uh, but yeah, thank you all for listening. Uh, be sure to check back soon for the next installment with Battle for Endor, as well as all the uh, cool and exciting Star Wars news that's going on right now. So uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. And may the force be with you. See you next time, everybody. Godspeed, Rebels. Rebels. <laughs>